Wow, what's up everybody? It's Friday night. Yes. You know what that means. Taryn, how you doing? Good, how are you? Rough. Ah, fuck, you know, it's one of those awesome days. It is July 17th, and you are here watching the Taryn and Dez show. Boom, boom, TDS, baby. Why is it such an awesome day today, Taryn? What do we have going on in the show today? Who do we have on the show? Got the Big West Wrestling Internet Champion and the Entertainment Provider, Justin Sider. What's up, bud? Oh, what a great day it is, baby. I've waiting for this all week long. Thank you for having me. So happy to be here. Oh, that's right as hell, man. We are very happy to have you on the show, Justin. Oh, thanks a lot. Got my cider. Hope you got a good drink, too. So I'm here to have a good time with you guys. That's it. That's it. Carlos, what an intro. That's it, exactly. We've got a big show today here. We're off on a big, big ride here. We have the this the Big West Internet Champion, like Taryn said. We have Justin Cider here on the show today. And he's drinking a cider. That's great. Cheers, everybody. It's so meta. Cheers. Drink them. Smoke them if you got them. We're having a good night tonight. We're having a good night tonight. Absolutely. So, Justin, you're fresh off of your win here, your your latest title defense to start off Big West's uh, Tuesday Night Talkdown. Tell us what that was like. You had a live promo battle. Uh, what was that like going against Lance Skulls? Oh, Somebody absolutely. who you're very used to. Yes, yes. Not the first time I've faced Mr. Skulls, as I point out many times. And wow, what, what an amazing time. Once again, record-setting, first-time, history-making live promo battle for the Internet Championship. And once again, Justin Sider comes out on top. So yes, that was one of the... Coolest things I've done so far in this business in my short tenure here so far. Hell yeah. That's fucking wicked, dude. No, that's rad yeah. as hell, man. As, as everybody knows, I am also taking part in the uh, in the Tuesday Night Talk Down promo battles. And uh, I had a pretty rough first season. I had a win and then a lot of losses and then the loss. and But it was good. It was a high-profile loss. I got to take on this man, Justin, right here in the season one finale. And that was, uh, that was a real banger, man. I had a good time. It absolutely was. And you know what? Even though, you, like you said, you had a few losses, your promos were so good. You were just barely losing. But everybody saw that your promos were so good. You still deserve that title shot. And it was an honor to face you, good sir. Oh, thank you very much, man. That was good. No, thanks. And so now for everybody tuning in, tell us where you're wrestling out of. Tell us where you, tell us where you are. So wrestling out of, well, the interior of BC, as we could say. Anywhere up uh, Kamloops, down Kelowna, Summerland, Osoyos, this whole area of Big West Thrash Territory. So that is our area down here, and that's what we're doing with Big West, with Big West uh, Tuesday Night Talk down here. We got uh, guys from the coast, even. We got guys from all across Canada, actually. Uh, guys from Ontario, guys from Edmonton. Uh, sorry, go from uh, Alberta. Uh, got guys from uh, the coast as well. And some of the best promo cutters in the business are here on Talk Down, and even more are coming in. Some bigger surprises coming that I know from behind the scenes. Some of these big oh. guys that are coming into this game, oh, we are. it's going to heat up. And I am excited for the competition. That's awesome. Our man Carlos, he knows. He's the most knowledgeable man in pro wrestling. And he knows everyone loses to Justin Sider. There's no shame in it. There's no shame in going down to the entertainment provider. And it's true, though. It's true. I didn't feel it at all. I knew that going into it, I was gonna, it was going to be a David versus Goliath thing. I did my best. And I think it was some of my best. Uh, but, of course, the family came out in, in full effect. So that's what happens, right? Yes, well, the family's got my back all the way. The family is why I do what I do. And I love every single one of you guys. You're the reason why I'm here. I want to inspire everybody to do things, to follow their dreams, no matter what age you are. And even though I keep my age a secret a little bit, I'm uh, creeping up there a bit too. You know, <laughs> just because you got a family and you got business and you got a whole life going on, uh, doesn't mean you can't do the things you always wanted to do rad stuff man it's good advice out there for everybody listening that's good advice stay motivated absolutely absolutely 100 percent, 110 percent on 10 never stop popping man <laughs> never man that's a fucking good movie i always use that taryn shoot you got any questions for me that you want to shoot on i don't know i didn't really think about it oh really i got i got a question for you is there anything else that I should know about you that I can't learn from your Instagram pictures? No. <laughs> no, you can learn everything on that Instagram. It's out of control. It's out, it's out of hand most of the time, actually. Um, 
no, I pretty much just live the dream, smoking darts, breaking hearts. That's my that's my shit. That's what I do. Yes. That is yeah. some rad shit right there. And you know what? I've watched you talk on this show quite a few times now, and uh, I just you know what, Taryn, stay clear of Tuesday night talk now because we don't need you around there. Uh, you'd be a wrecking ball, and we don't need your For mouth around that place. What? Yeah, that's right. Don't the internet champion. The, the internet now. champion says. Uh, I don't know I if that's a good or a bad thing. Oh, it's a good thing. I mean, <laughs> internet champion fears you a little tiny bit, just a little. Bit. <laughs> my just stay filthy, away. Just my stay filthy away. mouth. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Oh man. Yeah, we'd have to definitely uh, start like an adult-only league or have her in one of the adult leagues that's uh, not family-friendly for sure. You know what? That could be really fun. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. an idea. Yeah, exactly. You could spin this just inside our character in a whole different direction. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, no. Oh, no. I think you I should feel do like, it. I feel like the last horse crossing the finish line with that name because I was like, yeah, Justin likes the ciders, eh? That's cool. I'm a strongbow guy myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really fun one that I was challenged. Actually, the whole the whole time when I when I the cider character, I was actually told I wasn't allowed to use it. When I first approached Big West Wrestling with this character, I got a dead stare, a head of the a shake of the head. Absolutely not. I think there might even be an expletive, expletive in there. <laughs> so. I, I, I said that I could do this as a PG character. Trust me, I can do this as a PG character. So I've gone out of my way to make sure that Big West Wrestling is a family-friendly show. And I make sure I go out of my way to not bring those innuendos in and to be clear of what my character is, what it's about. So if anybody wants to bring that up on their own, that's on their own accord. Yeah, I mean, that's it, right? Exactly. Dirty minds, right? Gutter minds and all the like. <laughs> yeah, Taryn. That's awesome. That's me. <laughs> So, Justin, you mentioned you have you have jobs, you've got your family. Um, you're also very busy in the pro wrestling scene. You've done a lot. Um, you were just telling us about here with your involvement with uh, with Thrash and uh, with Big West and everything down there in the Okanagan. Can you just tell the audience a bit about your your experiences, uh, just sort of from the bottom up here that you've been working with Thrash there, please? Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, oh, less than two years ago, um, finally I was able to convince uh, promotion to come to Kamloops worked really hard to try and get somebody to come back. It had been 10 years for before since wrestling had been to Kamloops. So I worked hard to try and uh, convince somebody to come in. So finally Thrash came in and it worked really good. So I got to help out work behind the scenes with Thrash, uh, which got me also involved with the Big West guys because they worked together uh, as well. And uh, they get along really good. They're competition, but they, they, they respect each other a lot and work behind the scenes good. Uh, very well like that. So uh, one thing leads to another. You start coming in doing your lights, your sound, your smoke doing your fog and then all of a sudden the sound guy has to back out for a bit for family stuff and then oh, can you do announcing and you do announcing and all of a sudden you're the color commentator and then all of a sudden you're the actual uh, commentator in the uh, on the show on the uh, live feeds and uh, broadcasting to the live fans uh, so one step leads to another you know that's kind of where my pro my character comes from and the best characters of all time as any of them always tell you the rock and all those guys the best advice they always give you is you know, I am just me with the volume turned up. Yeah. The best characters are just you being yourself. And that's why the NWO worked. That's why WCW launched when they did. They stuck to real guys being themselves. And even though maybe this wasn't the character I planned my whole life or anything, this is what feels right to me because I really am, as I said, I'm the entertainment provider. It doesn't matter if I'm playing guitar, lead singing in a band, playing drums in my other band, doing all my lights and smoke and sound, announcing I'm in the ring on the promo battle. It doesn't matter. I'm just here to entertain, make everybody have a good time, and forget about all the bull crap going on in the world. Fair enough. I mean, it's true. You got to you gotta be larger than life, and what better way than doing it your, your way? Everybody's got their own way and their own path, and when you're not the youngest chicken, you have to carve your own way. Well, it's, exactly. it's always better to be fucking original anyways. I don't like those knockoff bullshit characters. It's dumb. I'll tell you, Carlos That's is right. the sage of our show here. You can't ever <laughs> go wrong being yourself. He's so knowledgeable. We just turned to Carlos, and it's like, where do we go? And he says, this way. Follow me. I'm like, okay. The beacon of light. Carlos. He is. Totally. As long as I have the light at the end of the tunnel, it's not a freight train coming your way, as James would say. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That man is right. here. 
He's agreeing too. The best characters yourself is just the volume turned up with a larger than life personality. And it's exactly why I love being a bad guy. Because it's like, you know what? I am going to push that kid in the face. You know what? I am going to push that little kid's popcorn out of his mouth there. I'm just going to be like looking at my wife ready to buy another one for this kid. I'm just going to pop it out of his face here. I'm just going to push this down. You know, I'm going to make this look like a really showy here. That's why, like, it's it's so fun. You know, it's a good time. I didn't get to embrace it enough with the uh, the one show we got to do so far. So mm-hmm. I really, I can't wait to get back out of this this lockup here. Once we hit phase three in the territories, they're going to let us wrestle. I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited to see some more of your action there, but too. But yeah, like, man. will they let others in? Well, now, right now, you can come in, but you have to quarantine for 14 days, either at somebody's house that you know or at the hotel. So, and then if you're quarantining with somebody in their house, they all have to quarantine with you, right? So it'd be <laughs> like, darn it. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> But, I mean, if there's anybody that wants to come up and quarantine for 14 days and just chill out, and then afterwards we can, you know, once they lift the uh, social distancing thing. But, again, like I say, I'll, I'll say till I'm blue in the face. I think you can actually wrestle the people. They're not, they're not coming into my household and saying, hey, get away from your wife on the couch. You know, why are you sleeping in the same bed as your wife, right? So <laughs> I, I, can, I can have that contact with people in my bubble, in my household. So what if I lived with five of the frat bros like we used to live like that, right? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, a few of the dojos actually did that during the whole lockdown as well. Uh, that's all they wanted to do. So they trained together. Uh, not any, not any, any, I don't know if around here, but uh, a few overseas ones that were doing exactly that. I've seen some Instagram posts and uh, they're just living as a family together. And that's who they chose. You know, when, when it's your passion, you get to choose what to do and who to be with. With a few months, it's, you know, you pick that family that you've chosen sometimes. And that's it, right? That's mad respect for those guys then, man. That's that's awesome. Anybody that's continuing to go, like, you know, we're looking at, uh, like, KM. We're looking at people that we know in our in our circles here that we've seen on Instagram Lives that we've talked to that have really done a lot of positive things with this time, and you know, during quarantine, lockdown, or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. depending on where you are, right? Sometimes it's a lockdown. Other places, it's full-blown, like, you know, a lot of people are quarantining. So, yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's definitely been nuts. And then to think that it's not going to end anytime soon either, right? Like, you're looking at people making long-term plans and stuff, and it's like, guys, yeah. I thought... You know, my, July. My I seen a good I... meme today that was like, uh, uh, when quarantine ends is becoming like when I win the lottery. Yeah, right. No shit. But no, uh, I don't. Uh, I don't think that it's going to end anywhere in the near future. We are getting new stuff sent to our stores for extra protection. Um, the mall people came around and were asking about the hours and how people are uh, respecting the rules and all that stuff. And, and they even said it's it's not going back to normal anytime soon. Well, so that's pretty shitty, but yeah, it is well, what it is. Yeah, we'll have to live with the new norm. You know, there's some wrestling shows that are running in the provinces, provinces uh, that are allowing stuff to go on. Alberta had a few shows and even in BC here, uh, Big yeah. West had a show and had 30 people. And that's all they were allowed to have in the show, in the show because you have your you know 20 performers and you have your 30 fans. So yeah. it's not there to make money. This is just for everybody to... Just get it out and get together for once. And the chairs are all, you know, when you buy two tickets, your two seats are here. When you buy right. you know, a pack of five, there your five seats are here. So your family They're can sit together still. Clusters, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it's definitely a strange thing. But if that's what we have to do to keep having live events, then that's what we'll do. Everybody had to wear a mask. Everybody had to sanitize. And, you know, everything went off without a hitch. It was absolutely fantastic. No worries uh, at all from anybody. So yeah. um, if that's the way it's got to be. You know, I, I'm happy to adjust to the new norm just to get out there and see some live shows, see some live concerts. Love my live music, and I'm missing mosh pits more than anything. But you know, oh, if even if, even if I can just stand there, oh, just even just to stand there and watch some live music would be great. Maybe play some live music. I am going to actually see Gord Bamford next Friday at a drive-in concert. I'm pretty stoked about that. Trying to get some normal action going on. Nice, nice. the drive-in concert. That is sick. Yeah, well, like it's it's gonna be wild. It was sixty five bucks a car. We still have rules in place: five people per car, no smoking. You're not no allowed fucking. to drink. No not fucking. allowed to drink. You're not mm. allowed to get out and use a washroom. Nothing. It's you mm. have to be good for an hour and ten minutes. Wow. Piss Apparently, uh, in New York, I think it was they did a wrestling drive-in show, similar kind of thing. They just had a drive-in theater, and you can, cars all parked around the ring, and selling. Uh, tickets by the carload. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, here in town they have the uh, big community hall set up and they have tables so you can rent a table for your family 
and then everybody sort of watches the movie on the big screen with the big sound there. So it's like it's a, it's a nice little compromise, right? Because we can't yeah. have small small rooms anymore, so that sucks. Yeah. At least there's something. There's a little bit of community getting back together, and it's you know that little wrestling show definitely brought some sanity back to this old guy right here. Yeah, we yeah. got a we got a CWE show here in August, so I'm pretty stoked for that. Like like again, going back to normal, trying to anyways. Yep, and they'll be here in uh, November, I believe, coming down this way. October. Oh, October. nice. Holy shit. Yeah, I was really surprised to see my date or my city on there. I don't say where I live, <laughs> but. Uh, I was really shocked to see that we were on that list. It's it's wild. So, fuck. There's gonna be some stalker out there now who's like CWE tour dates. Oh, geez, come on now, Canada. Looking uh, west, west. They're just gonna start hitting every CWE show. Fucking. No, uh, for real though. It's kind of spooky. I didn't think about that. Yeah. yeah. Now you can't Shit. go to the show, or maybe you should. I'll just wear a mustache, a fake mustache. And go just wear a mask. Uh, yeah, no one will like, no hey, my- ever <laughs> suspect the girl with a mustache. I'm like, hey, my name's Terry. Terry. <laughs> you just have your big mask on, it says Taryn and Des show on it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just or wear my wear my own smoking dart shirt. But like, I don't know who this is. I don't fucking know. Right. <laughs> Who's this girl Mar- in shirt? Yeah, she's pretty cute. My name's Terry. <laughs> Mark out while in costume. Right. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. You always got to advertise. Always got to advertise. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. another reason I got my big Dreadnought sign back here again. Thank you. I'm going to plug them. Dreadnoughts let me use their song Cider Road as my entrance song, and I couldn't be happier to have somebody, another Canadian artist, uh, proud to support this Canadian artist. Absolutely fantastic. Another mosh pit that just, oh, once you see them once, you got to go again. So thank you, Dreadnoughts, for lending me your song. It's rad as hell. Hell yeah, man. So you brought up music a couple times. You talked about like, you know, playing the, the band, the guitar and the drums. So what like what's your preference? What are you most into? Most into guitar, love singing. Uh, but drums are just always been my jam. Always. Wow. So you can like, put, put your own album out by yourself. Play everything yeah. on, on the studio there. I definitely played a lot of instruments over the days. You know, it's a, <laughs> everybody always wants to play guitar because that's the fun instrument. But then like there's never that space. So you start playing bass because that's what's available. And then you become good at bass. So like, yeah, you should just play bass. Keep playing bass. Then you finally get a chance to do something else. Like, oh, we need a drummer. You play drums. All right, I'll play drums till you get another drummer. Oh, you're good at drums now. You stay on drums. You're good. <laughs> Same thing in hockey. Everybody wants to be forward. Oh, we need a defenseman. Okay, I'll be on defense until I get a spot in forward. Oh, a spot opens up. Oh, no, no, man. You're really good at defense now. Just stay there. You're good at it. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Uh, damn it. <laughs> Back to the basing. Everyone gets good at it and it moves on. Except for me. I fucking quit. All right. You know what? I quit. Wasn't good. So I quit. Honestly, I think I moved on from bass because it was so difficult. Yeah, I just like straight up quit. We're a little bad and then I quit. There's <laughs> <laughs> like, a big difference between playing a few chords and playing some, you know, easy rock songs and nineties hit and stuff and playing chili peppers and anything mad that's just absolutely bananas. Right. Like, yes. just learn a couple of chords on the bass, and then you go to your first live show, and they're like, play some Primus, and you're like, uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, no problem. Sorry, all I know how to play is Smoke on the Water. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can play a bit of Seven Nation Army, and then it kind of right. peters off, and then it doesn't become anything. <laughs> it's the two easiest songs ever. Oh, that and Brain Stew. Brain Stew is always the classic. There you go. There you go. All right. Now that we're on the music talk, what is your favorite kind of music? What is your number one go-to? Honestly, it changes. I'm not going to lie. I'm a big punk guy, but I'm a big metal guy at the same time. I love my Slipknot Lamb of God pretty heavy, but I also like mega no effects fan. Uh, Andy Flag. Oh, man. Propagandy. Uh, yeah, that, that's more of my lines that way. But I was raised on singing country music by my parents a bit. So it's one of those things where the only one that I really don't appreciate that much is probably country because I, you know, when you're forced to do something, you don't really like it that much, I guess. But no, classical music. And that's what I got into, you know, the Bach, Beethoven and stuff like that. And that's what got me into metal where I didn't understand it at first. I thought it was just noise. But then after getting into the intricacies of your classical music and you can start to see the layers in the metal. And that it's not just a bunch of noise. It's actually this ridiculous beautifulness on top of beautifulness. 
There's so much country shade these days. God damn. I'm sorry if that's your thing. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, I do. I do love country music, but I like rock, metal, uh, rap, some rap, not a lot, but I do like country music a lot. I was told not to yuck anybody's yum. What? uh, Yeah, don't yuck anybody's yum. And I I shouldn't be knocking country music. No, it's cool. Everyone fucking hates country music. I just happen to like it. So (laughs) I like to bust people's chops about that because they're like, fuck country music. Fuck you. You know, like it's just easy to mess with them. Nice. Any any other music musical favorite favorite artist? Oh, jeez. Number one favorite artist or band? Yeah. Cheesy as it is, I'll say Green Day. Yeah, Green Day got Green Day got me through. You know, I was growing up at that right age where I was just behind Billy Joe, so all the songs he was writing had just came out a few years before that was. You know, especially the early Green Day albums. Oh, I'm having fights with this, fight with my parents, blah, blah, blah. Why does that girl want him, not me, blah, blah, blah. It's like all the lyrics matched up with every stage of my life. And then he was all of a sudden into the weed. And then he's all of a sudden into this. And he's into the harder drugs and partying. And then he gets off that and is like, oh, I want to have a family now. And it's like, you know, he, I kind of grew with him in stages through the whole thing. So Green Day has always been that special spot for me. And I've been lucky enough to even pass that on to my kids where my daughter's the biggest Green Day fan. We went and seen Green Day live together in the mosh pit, and it was the most fantastic things to bring her at 12 years old. To... Holy shit. Yeah. Fucking rad. That's yeah, she's my, she's my rock and roll kid. Brought her front row Metallica, front row everything. Just mosh pits, AFI, all those guys. Just Yeah, she's nuts. <laughs> She's a lucky kid. Jesus. Yeah. That's some dadding done right right there. Holy shit. Pretty much. Yeah, well, she's, uh, she's going to be a wrecking ball in the ring as well. She is... Working out hard, doing her cardio, lifting weights, doing her training, and she started cutting promos too. And she's scaring the crap out of people. And Desi the Eskimofo, I believe you might have a run in with this girl a little soon. Yeah, I uh, I definitely have a date on Tuesday with uh, <laughs> some some pretty spooky stuff, and I don't know what I'm gonna be doing for that. So I think it's gonna be a whole lot of uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so I've got a couple of ideas bouncing through my head. That's the fun part about this whole promo battle thing, right? This whole Tuesday night talk down is it's kind of like you get your, you sort of know who you're fighting against, who you're up against that weekend. So you sort of prepare for it as much as you can. Um, but I've got to have some fun with this one. I'm definitely having some fun with this one because I, I can kind of already see, you know, where we're going to be going a bit like the road that's, you know, kind of, do I go down the road or do I just kind of, yeah, I'm good. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll see, man. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to, like I said, I have a, a lot of fun every week. But especially when you've got somebody that's so, like, just colorful, you know? We'll say colorful. I'll say colorful. Yeah. It's, it's up in the game, too. And yep. the new people that are coming in to talk down from outside are going to up the game as well. And the whole point of this talk down was not just to give some people time kill and to give people some wrestling and something in the meantime. It was also to up the game of all these guys that are trying to be or are already pro wrestlers. Yeah. Because everybody knows... Like, I guess not everybody knows. <laughs> uh, you know, a lot of people can do arm locks, hammer locks, body slams, and do finishing moves. A lot of people can do that. It's a matter of having that attitude, the way to talk, and those are the ones that really take it to the top. Even the ones that don't have that much wrestling skill, as you've seen in the past. If you can work a microphone and you can talk and say what you want to say without getting interrupted, and just go on and on and on. Just get handed a mic, no practice, just go. You can go up there. Look at The Rock. Look at Hogan. You, look at Steve Austin. Anybody, you know what they're going to say. they got the catchphrases. You got to be a damn talker. So this whole promo thing is to get guys to learn how to have that confidence and just talk no matter what, no matter what corner you're put into. Be quick on the spot because that's the only way you're going to make it. Anybody can do body slams, but can you work a mic? Can you tell your opponent that he's really going down? <laughs> Shit, you are good on the on the old promo thing, eh? Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it, though, because that's what turns, like you said, anybody can do wrestling moves, but when you need to kill time, if you need to get, take more time, or if you need to just do something on the fly, then it's like you have to be able to react to it and not just look stunned in front of the camera, right? It's not even just the promo itself. It's building that charisma, feeling your character, getting right into it so that you are that person. Because that you need to be. You need to become that person if you aren't already. I hope COVID-19 is done when September ends. <laughs> 
fucking Carlos, Carlos with it and, again. In the minority, I think, Carlos. I don't know, buddy. That's a good one, though, man. Fire is hot. <laughs> Beat your opponent with your words before the match even starts. Play that mental game. 100%, That's right. man. 100%. Mm -hmm. Make them be thinking about that. Like, just take over their dreams, man. Hey, yep. look at what happened yep. with Blue. <laughs> now he's got a fake injury. I don't know. Oh. I got into his head. Got into his head. Oh, here come the calls. The, the oh, boards are no. lighting up. The boards are lighting up now. Here we go. <laughs> tell, the, tell that bitch to shut up. <laughs> Just tell her kidding. to get up here. Tell her to get up here. I'll show her what's up. It was funny how it was like we give him this perfect, like, this, like, face Terran in the first ever intergender match. It'll be huge. And he's like, uh, I just want to have her like a uh, finger poke a doom, and then I'll I'll just lay down, take the pin. Like, no, dude, she's gonna kick your ass, man. Now he's injured. Yeah, I'll he's been you. injured for a while though, so I mean that's kind of lingering, right? I'll let I'll let it slide, but when he's healed, I tell you what. Get your chops in. Do you guys like the Rolling Stones? What do you think, Insider? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely a Stones fan. Classic rock. Oh, absolutely. Like I was saying, it's a, I, sorry I didn't hit on many of them there, but yeah, I, so many different kinds of music. When I get in the mood, my Spotify list is a ridiculous mess where even Spotify is like, are you like five different people? Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, uh, it might be some Selena Gomez on there. You know, there'll be some Broadway stuff, and that'll be right to Sepultura, and then over to Slipknot, <laughs> and then back down to Green Day, and then to Metallica. And maybe some underground stuff. Maybe I'll listen to hit some hip hop for a while. Love me some '90s hip hop, some underground hip hop. Oh man, yes. Do you like swollen members? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes. Yes. It was one of my favorite T-shirts, and yeah, I'm so sad that it got ripped. That I just it was overdone. One of those ones where even the old ladies like get rid of that damn thing. You can sneak it on all the time. You can't throw it out. I kind of want to blow Des Des a spot up here. If you ever want him to do anything. Just put on some swollen members, and he'll be like, I'm in. I'm in. It was like 10 seconds. He refused to go to South Beach, and he was like, no, no, I can't go. I can't go. And I was like, all right, guys, I'll get him a fucking go. Just put on some Lady Venom 10 seconds, and he's like, all right, let's go. Does it every time. It was just like, um, arm, um, arm. Okay, let's do this. But, yeah, no, and then it turned out, because I was like, yo, last time we were on South Beach, Ryan and I, our boy Ryan, I had a hotel room with him on South Beach, at the beacon and i spent like 24 2500 canadian in like four or five days on miami south beach so i told oh. them i said i can't afford to go back there and they're like it's just one night we won't even go for long we'll just take some pictures and we'll say that we were there and i woke up like eight o'clock the next morning just like in the in this i don't know where i am it's so dark and i don't have my glasses don't have my phone and i felt so like what's going on and then i'm like oh geez yeah, so like $700 Canadian I spent in the one night. Oof. Yeah, there was so much Uber. Like the Ubers were like 150 bucks Canadian though. Like it was crazy. And and the booze was definitely not cheap. But we had a fucking crazy time, man. Holy smokes. Yeah, it's not when it's 26 bucks Canadian for one drink at the Clevelander. I was like, what is this? I was like, I guess I will uh, nurse this all night. Anyone, yeah, anyone right. want to do shots? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, sometimes Just, lifetime memories cost a thousand dollars, and that's exactly it. Yep. Yeah, you will remember that the rest of your life. You pay to play. Well, in pieces, in pieces, because I was like, "Where do we go?" And they were like, "Remember this bar? Remember meeting up with these boys?" And I'm like, "Nope." What? Do you, nope. Do you remember the rooftop party we went to, Dad? Yeah, yeah, I remember using that pop can. I remember having a little bit of weed, and we had this like pop can. We had to crush up and stuff, and. It was like four people around this pop can, and we're just like, okay, come on now. That's the old school right. chest night, man. I haven't done that since as a kid. Oh, my God. I just, like, stood there and laughed. I was like, wow, like, are we 16 again? I just, like, stood back. I <laughs> wanted to take pictures so bad, but I yeah, could Just hardcore. Uh, but I remember that was crazy because Miami is literally as colorful as it is in the movies. I remember playing Vice City, you know, watching movies, uh, you know, like Miami Vice, the shows growing up, and, and just seeing, like, this colorful city. You're like, man, that's some... Wow. But then to actually see it in real life, be standing on this rooftop with a with a jet tub beside you, and then there's like, you know, these people are partying down here and you're looking across at the beach at the ocean and the city is just like the pinks and the blues. Really dope, man. Oh, it's definitely a seventies, eighties city for sure. Even that dirty old cockroachy airport. Like straight out of nineteen seventy one. 
Oh yeah, good times, man. Holy smokes! What gives it this class? Yeah, I slept on that airport floor. I'm a little bit embarrassed about that. I had to take a nap before I was my plane. My plane. <sighs> you just added more character to that airport floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, just this big stain. She's like, oh, so we just left. <laughs> we, we can't knock this building down and build a new airport. She slept right here. <laughs> it's like, yo, are you fucking like, you should take a shower. And we just took off. <laughs> no, I'm just fine. <laughs> Did you just freeze or are you just holding the fucking longest pose here? Oh, I think she's frozen. She is frozen. I think, I think she's just holding the longest pose ever here, man. No, it's not. Yeah, just. <laughs> yeah, we should have seen like how long we could have held that in for that would have been hilarious yeah oh now she's got a better face on yeah there, that's there awesome go. I love yeah, when you get the freeze cool. face that's just yeah. like <laughs> the perfect freeze face exactly alright we'll try to see if we can fix that there oh we got another Terran coming into the stream there we go another wild Terran appears wow <laughs> out of nowhere a wild Terran fucking appears Jeez. Bang. yeah this one's even crazier than the last one <laughs> I'm only one vodka soda deep, so nice. Instagram Live is gonna be lit later. There we go. If you never slept on an airport floor, then you haven't partied. Yeah, pretty much. If you haven't slept on a Greyhound floor or outside of a Greyhound, uh, I never did that. I was still kind of half young when that whole Greyhound incident happened in Canada, and that kind of spooked me from ever riding the bus. I won't even take the city bus. I'm like, nope, hard no. I don't. I don't feel like dying today. Using the legs. Yeah, get my workout. Let's get the steps in. Two feet in a heartbeat. Get her done, baby. And that's it, man. That's it. So, Justin, you say you're saying now you're telling us you're not this. You're not a young whippersnapper anymore. Uh, what's your ambitions? What are your aspirations for the pro wrestling scene here before you are done? You know what? Go to the wheels fall off. And that's the benefit of the fact that I've already done the other part of life. I don't have to worry about, oh, I want to save my body to raise my kids so I can throw them a football, you know, when I'm older instead of having a broken arm or broken back and all this stuff. I've already raised my kids. My kids are well on their way. And even the youngest one will be is, you know, she's done elementary school. She's moved on. <laughs> And, and the older two are graduating high school soon. So, you know, life is uh, moving on very quickly. So I'm ready for that next phase, which is exactly this. You know, and uh, even the whole way this kind of thing happened, what inspired me to really do this full. There's a lot of things that did, but, you know, when you lose some friends in your life, uh, I got lucky to talk to a couple of them before they died on their deathbed, and they said exactly the same thing to me, uh, more than one of them. Um, you know, I don't regret anything I've ever done. I only regret the things I didn't do. And they ask me, what's the one thing? What's something you always wanted to do? And the answer is always the same. The answer is pro wrestling. It's always been my passion. It's always been my dream. It's always what I wanted to do. And if I was going to be on my deathbed today, it's the one regret I ever had, not pro wrestling. So that is the goal. And that's why I'm doing this. Because everyone should follow their dreams just like that. So I can go, I got a good 10, 15 years before these wheels fall off. I feel... I feel like in the best shape of my life. And I've been in good, pretty good shape my whole life, but I feel like I'm in my mid-20s right now. I feel better than I did in my mid-20s. I was a partier back then. You know, I wasn't taking care of my body. I've been taking very good care of my body, eating right, working out, you know, doing everything I need to do to make sure there. that this run is for real. And that's what I'm trying to prove to with this promo thing. This ain't no game to me. This is for real, and I'm coming out there swinging. I'm fucking, that's so admirable, bro. That's so great. Because like you said, like I, same thing with me, man. Party away my 20s. Uh, I'm not taking care of myself right now, but I'm better than I was. You know what I mean? Definitely smaller than I used to be. So I'm at You got to pick really, your poisons. I appreciate that shit, man. Yeah, for sure. What kind of cider do you like? Uh, I always got to plug the local stuff, Okanagan ciders that are from around here. You know, growers. So uh, any apple cider is my favorite, though. So you do you, like do you fuck with the Okanagan ones? Mess like with they're, them? They're they're like yeah. Do you mess with them? <laughs> no, just no, no. With the straight up Okanagans. Yeah, there's actually Okanagan ciders. Yeah. Yeah, like do you That's like those of... ones? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. But <laughs> I would like to. I want to come up with my own cider. Have my <laughs> own like Justin cider. IPA, right? Yeah, but have Justin cider and have my own flavors inspired by people that I know. 
you know, some people make me think of an apple cider. Some people think me make me think of pineapple Justin cider. So I could have a whole bunch of different flavors based on different people that I know. I really, I'm just like, we're really teetering the line here. I'm like, I wonder if he's going to jump all the way in or where he's going to stop with this one here. But no, that's hilarious that you said that because when I think about, you know, growers, um, what was it? Somebody in town here, because they hadn't actually said it. They said growers. They kept calling them growers. And I'm like, oh oh, yeah, because it's funny. Um, Like, yeah, the the old apple growers, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But that's funny. I think Okanagan is actually local to you because everything's imported to us up here in the north, right? Yeah, so all these like famous things everybody else drinks all over the place. Like, oh yeah, we just that's made down the street. Yeah, that's, right. That's, exactly. our, that's our local stuff. It's on tap. Like, yeah, in the bin. Oh man, I'm gonna go grab some of those apples right now, and he just jumps the fence. Yeah, I am a huge IPA fan. I'm a big craft beer junkie, especially IPAs, and we are fortunate to be one of the centers of having a lot of brew pubs around here, and many different uh, beers that come directly out of Kamloops itself. Nice. Yeah, there's there's so many like microbreweries in Alberta now. It's insane. I want to try that Bret Hart beer though. Oh yeah, I still haven't had a broken skull. It's because oh, no. we can't get it up in Canada. Mm, yeah. Some horse shit. We can't even get Le Bubbly up here. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Any American well, fans watching the show right now? Order that stuff and smuggle it in. Become a bootlegger for us, TDS. You. Yeah, you know we I'll will do pay. it proud. I'll do. I'll do it proud. We will plug you, and we will pay you. Facts, cats, and facts. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I think it'd be a vodka for me if there's going to be a drink. If there's, if I was going to have my own drink, it wouldn't be like a beer. It wouldn't be a cider. It wouldn't be a tequila. Ugh, God no. It would be a vodka, I think, but a really bottom level vodka, like a Russian prince. Plastic bottle, like the kind Some of Alberta I'm pure. I'm expecting somebody to drop this thing and bring it to a party. You know what I mean? Or like <laughs> you're expecting people to be like, "Oh shit!" They just chuck it in the bush. You know what I mean? And have it survive. Just really resy shit, you know. <laughs> I like how you went immediately to Russian Prince. You didn't even go tag Alberta pure, not the greasy like that <laughs> Russian Prince. Tell you if that Nothing bottle but is class. in a cloudy pearl, if that bottle is in a cloudy pearl that you can't see through, I don't want none of that shit, man. <laughs> Fuck. Classic. Nothing but class, man. Nothing but class. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what it's got to be, man. No, you're I gonna got, drink. I really big drink. And that's it. I got really big onto the vodka waters. Um, Taryn crashing down here again. Um, yeah, I got big into vodka waters, uh, and I noticed that I was, man, when I would go out to the bar and drink with friends, it'd be like, you know, give me a spiced rum and Coke, spiced and Coke, rum and Coke, vodka Coke. Um, and I was like, holy shit, how much soda am I drinking every night? Yep. You know, when I, when I go to the bar, how much am I actually drinking here every single night? Yep. And that's why you got a hangover. It's not, it's not the booze most of the time. It's the sugar. It's the caffeine. Yeah. It's the crash. The next day, the, the roller coaster. I, I learned know, this I new trick. Take some B12. Take two B12s before you pass out. Chug a bottle of water. Nice. Good to go. Back in my party days, I used to buy the... Uh, my hangover cure was buying the powdered Gatorade from Walmart or wherever. And just instead of mixing it the way it says in the container, just put way more powder, double or triple the powder, so you get some of those electrolytes or whatever back in there. And one of those in the morning would kick things over pretty good and... Get me rocking for the day. Holy fuck. Just fucking taking those electrolytes powder. What you do is you're going to pour it off onto a plate and then just snort it up. Just take it really fast. You get those electrolytes in your blood. I mean, sure, your brain kind of tingles like you just took washing powder up the nose. But, I mean, you'll be pretty good. You'll be in a good place. Not that you know what that's like. Tears mean something good. Tears mean something good. It's fucking tied to dirt. No, that's awesome. But that's and he's concerned about me crossing the line. He's talking about sniffing <laughs> tide. I'm right, the sensor like, button shutter. Look at him. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah, man, for sure. <laughs> Holy crap. That's awesome. Desi, Desi, Desi. Uh, that's good stuff. That's good great. Stuff, Fucking love tell it. You, that's what it's all about here, man. That's what it's all about here on the Terran Des Show. We have a good time. We cross all the lines. Yeah. 
Wait, we have lines? Yeah, there's lines. Oh, no. Right? <laughs> no, that's not what I was going for. We're habitual line steppers here. Uh, fucking Kelsey with five of those SCS Stone Cold beers in her fridge. Maybe she can send a few up. Or you can just crush them all right now in the name of Stone Cold and the DEC. Yeah. Crush Take a beers. pick. Crush it. There send it. <laughs> Flash, me now. Flash me a hashtag. Oh man, we have to make like a drinking game. We have to make like a drinking game for like every show. That's just like, there we go. Oh, she said she likes sharing. I do definitely <laughs> live on the other side of the line for sure, hundred percent. I can attest to that in person for sure, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't even know how many times Taryn's walked away from me in total shock, just like, wow. Well, he just said that to somebody that we should have talked to, and then just walks away. <laughs> Good cop, bad cop. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty so much, much for that potential business opportunity. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was nice hey. meeting you. Have a great yeah. fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, anyway, we run a podcast, but uh, no, okay, that's what I figured. Thanks anyways. Have a great day. <laughs> oh, Not the man. best opening line. No, no, no I'm, a real, I'm really bad for like, listen, this will work, okay? I'll swear to God, I'll fucking say this. It'll go over like gangbusters. But it actually worked for us. We actually got to talk to Andrew. We talked to the stir. Um, we, we talked to one of the bands on the Jericho cruise, the first, the first cruise. Um, yeah. We went up to them at like five or six in the morning at the buffet. And uh, we just saw them sitting there eating breakfast. And I'm like, yo, should we just say hi? And they invited us to come sit around. And we ended up talking for a while. And I just remember coming in and out of the conversation. I'm sitting with the band. And Taryn is kind of sitting across from me. So I'm just sort of talking. And I'm gauging what I'm saying by her reactions. So she's like. Oh. And I'm like, keep going. This is it. I'm doing the good thing here. I'm saying the good stuff. But we ended up going all the way up to the seventh, what, thirteenth floor with them, uh, in the sun deck, and we watched the sunrise into the Bahamas. Actually, that was cool. That was when we were pulling in there. So we actually got to watch that with the stir. Now the like machines, super cool band, by the way. Check them that out. That was really cool. It was. Yeah. It was really rad. Like just randomly, Des was drunk and acting a fool. Then that happened. Yeah, it was dope. Man, that Jericho cruise, honestly, it's sold out now for the third one. But, I mean, for the fourth one, for the fifth one, fuck, get on that boat, Justin. It's it's such a crazy time, man. It's like I, it's like Wonderland or Pleasure Island for fucking, like, adults, man. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. I skipped the first few just to be like, all right, I want to watch, see what it is and what it's like. And, yeah, I'm convinced now. Must. It's one of those things on the list. Well, I know a lot of people were like, oh, it's going to be a sausage fest on, on water. It's going to be boring. What are they going to do? But like right away, it was like, yo, there's a lot of really cool people on the ship here. And yeah, there was a lot of women for sure, if that's what you're into. But it was just like about making bros and families and just having a good yeah. time. Watching I'm not there to get laid. Well, I, mean, no. I wasn't. I wasn't. I mean, neither I, was I. But like, I mean, it, it's definitely a diverse crowd for sure. Yeah, like, yeah. the first year, it, it was primarily Jericho fans, Fozzie fans, and Kiss fans, because they cannonballed onto the Kiss cruise. Yeah. Last year, I found there was more diehard, sitting, sweating in the sun, waiting for dynamite tapings all day type shit. But, mm -hmm. but it's yeah. like, there, there's people that go every year, like myself and Dez, and we meet up with our fellow cruisers, and we're just like, man, it's been a wild 15 months. Just pick up where we dropped off, you know? Yeah, yeah like, you never missed a day. 100 percent. Exactly. It was the biggest yeah. reunion for sure. Yeah. So that's what I was talking about earlier with that family that you make, not the family that you're always given. And that's the important one. You, when you when it feels like it hasn't been a day, those are important people in life. <laughs> totally. 100 percent So favorite UFC fighter, Justin. Oh it's a tough one. I I like Khabib. I really do. I like Khabib. I liked uh I liked Anderson Silva a lot until he mocked too much and got knocked out. For mocking, but <laughs> he was my fave for a long time. But, I mean, you know, Khabib is absolutely just a monster. His fight style, everything, just, you know, there's a reason he's undefeated. Absolutely right. fantastic. He can work on Mike as well, once again. The uh, whole UFC is, you know, supposed to not really be like pro wrestling. It's not supposed to be having all the uh, drama. Yeah, but, you know, Conor McGregor was the first one to really be the major mouthpiece on a microphone like that and make it into a drama show almost. And Khabib showed that he can he can follow suit too, even though he's not a big talker. He still was able to play that game as well and did it damn well. So, yeah, he's my boy. Nice, Des. Who's yours? I gotta ask that. 
Uh, it's a tough one. I think it's been Alistair Overeem for as long as he's been in the UFC. I remember I was really hot on him as soon as he caught off like the strike force thing with like the off the other off the other leagues. Um, Brock Lesnar, of course, I was always a fan of Brock every time he was oh. in the UFC. Uh, I've got one of his walkout shirts. Very big into Brock Lesnar. Um, and then after that, you know, like I think I was I started watching Cain Velasquez. I think after he took out Brock, because I was like, holy shit, this guy's a monster. Which is why I was so confused that he came, he got so small and he was so. Like, when he came to WWE this year, it was kind of like, damn, why didn't this happen a year or two ago? You know, the timing didn't really work <laughs> out there. Um, but, yeah, I think those guys. I'm a big heavyweight guy. I'm a massive heavyweight guy. Even, like, you know, like, looking at Roy Nelson, big guys. Um, I just love that shit, man. Just that big old, hoo, 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 mm-hmm. you know, that kind of shit, right? So They like, used to. The old Bob Sapp kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, exactly, bro. Exactly. You know what I mean? Just watching, like, Crow Cop with those kicks and that kind of stuff, you know? Oh. Light heavyweight, heavyweight fights. Those fights for sure. Um, getting into the super small stuff. I remember watching. Um, uh, what was it now? Two of the two of the flyweights or whatever it was, right? Demetrius Johnson and and um, another guy there in the super lightweights. Playing them in the video games was so fun because they move so fast compared to the heavyweights. So you're like, yeah. pop, 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 pop. This is fucking crazy. Pop, 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 pop. And then both guys are just bloody in like five minutes, right? <laughs> I'm going to drop a pipe bomb. My favorite UFC guy is CM Punk. Oh. And the chat is going wild. Just because. I'll have... oh, put him back leaves. in. Right. I... Just fucking leaves. I don't watch UFC. I'm not a fan of it. So. <laughs> I just go see I, I assume that by the comment. Hey, I like CM Punk, all right. <laughs> You're allowed to like CM Punk, but if you watch his UFC, you won't be a fan anymore. Of, hey, of that. I watched his fight. I ordered that pay per view. <laughs> the one and only pay per view I ordered was Punk's. Oh, you got a Punk fan. Yep. The Punk fan. Uh, it looks like Carlos has got an opinion here that Khabib's next fight might end up with him losing the title. How do you feel about that, Justin? Yeah, I don't think it's in the cards. No, I don't think so. Keep it. Yeah, absolutely. Retire as champ. Why not go down as the like the Mayweather of UFC? You know. Right. It's it's possible in the video games you can retire as the champion. So. Yep. It'll happen Why not? There too. You're supposed to be a rite of passage to pass it on, but you know that's that's kind of a wrestling thing to you know pass the torch on. If you're really the best in the world, why keep fighting until you lose? You know, Mayweather's forty nine and zero. The only reason he should come back is just to be like, yeah, 50, you know, just to make it a nice even number. <laughs> so, like, I don't know who the dummy is that's going to step in and fight Mayweather so he gets that last victory when he's, like, you know, 30 years older than his opponent. <laughs> but it should happen. Are you a Cormier fan? I am, for sure. I think DC is awesome. I think, like I said, it just fits in that style. Like, I'm just yeah. about big dudes, right? Fucking big dudes, just take those punches. You know, mm-hmm. take those punches, man. I what I, I was really stoked when uh, Lesnar and DC looked like they were getting into it. And, you know, they had that whole, again, the big drama scene. Lesnar caused the big stink, just like he would as if it's wrestling. And uh, Cormier bought into it, too. And he's really good at uh, working a mic. He does the commentary sometimes Yeah, uh, on play-by-play with, with those guys. So, I mean, he knows how to talk as well. So he's another guy that can make UFC bigger just by being in that big spotlight because he can such a good talker. But yeah, I wanted to see that Lesnar-Cormier fight and they said it was going to happen. Dana White said, yeah, it's for sure. And then here we are years later. Never happened. Yep. Son of a bitch, I tell you, man. I tell you. I still want to see it, even if they got to do it in walkers. <laughs> just, man, like I saw that one meme where they're talking about, why don't we just let people who want to do drugs do drugs, performance-enhancing drugs, and just see how, how high somebody could jump if they fucking wanted to, right? To see how strong somebody could be with drugs is just <laughs> juice them right up, man. And let's just let these guys fight, man. Can you imagine that? Like, just taking, like, two lions and just, like, bonking them on the head and making them fight each other? I mean, not lions. That's a little bit whatever. But you know what I mean? Damn. (laughs) And there's Taryn again. Like, oh, damn it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was like, you canceled. No, I I totally get you. Absolutely. I am. Even okay, there, there's a little controversial subjects of like what's uh, what you can do and telling people what to do with their own bodies and whatnot. And I even with the concussion thing, I'm very you know wrestling's. I'm so glad to see wrestling come back a step from the '90s. I love the Attitude Era, but the concussions were just killing people. And when UFC first came out, I was really not the biggest fan because I was watching these people get knocked the f out 
Yeah. And you know, these you watch their personalities change, their lives change. All these people are like killing their families and doing things like that. And you know, full depression, suicides, you know, shit happens. So, um, having that out of it, once you, you know, I, I've so like, the long story is that I get now I appreciate that. And I used to be against it, but I, you know what, if you know what you're getting into and you really want to do that and say, you know what, I know I'm going to get knocked out, then I'm okay. Yeah, I, I can, I accept that you know that you want to take these drugs and that you're going to die 10 years before me. And if you want to do that to be the best entertainer that you can in the world, I respect that that you want to give your body to be that ultimate entertainer. And yeah, that would be a great show. Maybe we need a separate league for it or something. And, but uh, yeah, why not have ultimate gladiators? Just freaking the hulked out steroid junkies of the world. Just going at it, man. No holds barred. Well, we're, how far are we from having literally, uh, like you said, gladiators, how far are we away from having those kind of games where it's like blood sports? You know what I mean? Just straight up sign up for it. If you want, or we have, you know, convicts or we have like an Island of, misfits from wherever i don't know what's going on right but they just start oh fighting, dude like... have you seen team ufc kind of stuff the team mma oh yeah 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 they got like five on five they all run to each other and then the one guy gets knocked out so then they start ganging on the one who's not yeah yeah what? so it's one guy goes out and then it's five on four and then yeah. it's like, oh, shit it's big on telly and all of a sudden it's like three guys are out and it's like five guys beating one dude until yeah. the rest finally like oh it's over like, yeah it's done, it's done yeah oh i want to be that first guy that gets eliminated it's all your fault buddy yeah, it's right. a little intense. It's brutal, man. Oh, it's it is. I heard about it. I watched the videos. And I was like, this can't be real. Like, oh, my God. This is insane. I thought Absolutely it was the work nuts. for sure. Because, yeah, you're like, guys getting punched in the back of the head. And then they start getting double teamed. You're like, this is going to end as soon as, like you said, as soon as that one first guy goes down. That one advantage is just over. There's no way you come back from that. Yeah. It's like some yeah. finish him type shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All five guys just hold the one body up and grab a limb each. <laughs> just fucking fatality. Now, like you're saying, how far are we from gladiator stuff? Like, you know, they ring the bell in UFC. How how long? How far are we from it going? Like, all right, let's just go and let these steroid junkies rip their arms off and like actually punch right through the chest like Kano, rip the heart out. <laughs> You bite well, out of the like, heart and throw it on the like, ground. Well, it's like, ding, ding, we are worse than the Romans, people. You know? Like, yeah. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were offended by the Romans. Oh, dear. You haven't seen nothing yet. Yeah, exactly. It's going to get bad. UFC Mortal Kombat. Exactly. Exactly. It's going to be like to pick a tournament, right? It's like the best fighters from all across the world are fighting, and it's to the death. It's like, holy shit, this is Shao Kahn style, man. We're doing this. Yeah. We're doing this. But uh, it's crazy. So, like, we're talking about movies. We're talking about we have we have some pretty cool guests coming up here on the show. We're going to be announcing very soon. Um, I'm very big into horror movies myself. I make scary movies. At least I try to make scary movies more campy now. Kind of dark humor, dark humor movies. Uh, Des is have... a scary movie. I'm a scary movie. Are you going to say that you're not? Well, I guess. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. So Justin, what do you, what are you thinking, man? What do you, like if there was a movie you could watch over and over and over again, where are you? Yeah, I guess I'd have to. Yeah, that'd be a pretty damn good movie. I used to be a big movie guy back in the day and watch movies over and over again, but uh, started getting yeah. documentaries a few years ago, and I have a hard time sitting down and watching anything that's fiction Ooh. these days. I really what do. What kind of documentaries? Like real life murder type stuff, or no, no, no. Like banned. More no, it's more educational stuff, I guess. Oh, like yeah, I got bad. into the I got into political nonsense for a while, but that was too stressful. So <laughs> I got out of I got out of trying to change the world and just try to make everybody forget about trying to change the world instead and be the entertainment provider rather than be the guy that's going to run for office. Go down <laughs> so, that rabbit hole, right? Yeah. I but growing up, Politics. I uh, my favorite movie growing up was as cheesy as it was, Escape from L.A. Kurt Russell, Snake. Call me Snake. Snake Bliskin, man. Hell yeah. Uh, I told my kids how awesome this movie was. I was like, ah, oh, man, it's so good. And I watched it, and it was like the CG was just terrible. <laughs> it was the cheesiest movie, but you know what? It had the best soundtrack of any movie of all time. It had Tool, Deftones, White Zombie, Sugar Ray when he was killer and metal. Yeah, like such yeah. a good, amazing. I, I concur with that soundtrack comment. The best soundtrack for a movie? Joe fucking Dirt. Mm, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. You cannot top a Joe Dirt soundtrack. Okay, that's pretty damn good, yeah. 
I'll give you that. Thank you. Definitely where I'm... all the money went for that movie. Mm-hmm. Hey, whoa. What? <laughs> you know you got to pay Joe for rights, Dirt? man. No, no you got to pay for Joe rights. Dirt. I love Joe Dirt, but they shot that thing on nothing. It was a bunch of their friends out in the desert, right? It must have cost nothing for them to make. All the money was spent in the soundtrack, 100%, right? Getting the, getting the rights for that music. Fair. 100%. 100%. And his outfit was like a five-pack of Walmart wife beaters, and that was his shit for the whole movie. No, I'm a big fan of those boys, man. It's the same thing I would do, man. It's what Adam Sandler's doing. Exact same thing, man. Just fucking making movies with my friends. That's the life. Yeah, man. When that's, you know, they, they've been improving since they were the youngest. Just, you know, it's almost like the jackass guys. It's like, we already are a bunch of funny idiots. Why don't we just record it and put it out there and see what happens? And, you know, <laughs> that's where the gold is. I'm kind of choked, though, that fucking Mr. Deeds is just a shot for shot remake of the 1977 Mr. Deeds film that came out. It's kind of a fucking chop. I didn't know that existed. I thought Mr. Deeds was like a full on, like, original thing. You just crushed my soul. I thought so, too. Yeah, dude. It's I, I fucking <laughs> on the PlayStation store. If you look up Mr. Deeds, there's two of them there, and one of them is like it's about Longfellow Deeds, a man who wins money in the city and has to go in to get in his inheritance, and he lives in this bumpkin backwards town, and it's like, what the fuck? I, I haven't watched it yet, but I mean like the fucking thing is like, damn, I read the storyline and it's like, wait, so Adam Sandler literally just did this, peppered in some fart jokes here and there, and showed yep. his bum, showed his friend's bum a couple times, and they fucking made a movie out of this? Yep. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure the dead foot wasn't in the first one. God, I hope that friend's getting. I hope that fucking. I am very sneaky. I hope he was not in the first one because that was my favorite part of that movie. He is my favorite character. Absolutely. I was gonna segue into that, but you beat me to it. <laughs> That's why, yeah. You have underestimated the sneakiness. Yeah, I feel like you have underestimated my sneakiness, sir. <laughs> what is that in my bum? You have underestimated the sneakiness, sir. Yeah, yeah. I hear when you are blacked out drunk that you have no dreams. <laughs> you do not dream. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Good stuff. And on that note, We've all got Aaron, some friends like that. Yeah, we, well, friends. Yeah, exactly. We've all been through there. Oh, that's good shit. That's good shit. So, Taryn, what are we drinking tonight? What's the plan here? So... I have been drinking this wonderful Canadian-made vodka soda, social light. Highly recommended. Super delicious. Nice. But I am shotgunning Cottage Springs vodka soda watermelon. I believe it's actually brewed in uh, Alberta here at Big Rock. It's pretty dope. Nice. So now when, you, when you're shotgunning, do you find that these seltzers shotgun the same way that beers do, the same way ciders do, or are they hitting you a little different? Um, I actually prefer to shotgun teas like American Vintage. Uh, I, I will shotgun Twisted Teas just because I don't like them. So like they go down so quick. But the carbonation, <laughs> they fuck with me a little bit. So it's taken me kind of time to uh, figure out how to do it properly without making a mess. Well, that's how I figured. Like shotgunning one of these seltzers, you're going to be like, and then be like, oh, all right, no. I'm, I'm a little classier than that. I'll do it off camera. Come on now. For sure. I'll go to uh, oh, check no. on my dogs. Burp. <laughs> you did it off camera. It didn't happen. Exactly. Yeah, Ask my lawyer. Ask my lawyer. <laughs> the nice. Perfect thing on having the, the wet bar downstairs here. I got the sink. I just put it in the sink. Pop her open. Minimal spray back. Careful with that fucking lip now. Holy shit. Okay. That didn't count because somebody cursed me that night. Okay. And I did okay. two in a row. That's true. That's true. Redemption. That's it. Redemption. Redemption. I'm doing two right now. I gotta go live later. All right. So we're doing three. <laughs> Maybe on live. Maybe on Instagram live. The after show here. I'm okay, on ban- I'm officially on band, you guys. I'm back. I'm going live tonight. Cheeseburger shotgun and with me. Oh shit. His words, not mine. There we go. It's gonna be a cheeseburger picnic there. Nice. Down for those. All right. Okay, you Justin has this. As is tradition, you count her down. Please give her the three count, three to one here, and she will shotgun this drink. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Three, two, one. Shotgun shot. Boom. Yeah, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. So tell us, Justin Sider, please tell everybody watching, tell our people watching, tell your family where we can find you on the internet, my friend. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Look up Justin Sider and you will find me. 
near the top of that list. Just look for the Internet Championship belt as the, as the picture on any of those profiles, and you'll know it's this guy right here. There are many Justin Siders, but there's only one that is the entertainment provider. You can also catch me every single week, Tuesday Night Talk Down, and Big West coming back in August on August 15th. That's right. Live. I will be in the corner. Your internet champion, the family, has now amassed the internet championship and now will be in the corner of the Thrash Wrestling Tag Team Champions, Marty Sugar and Chucky Lee Ray. There we go. Catch it live. Catch it on Facebook. Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Well, again, thank you, everybody, for watching the program, whether you're watching us on on uh, Facebook or you're watching us on YouTube later. Thank you, for everybody, for tuning in and being a part of the crowd. Taryn, how are you going to send us off this week? Keep fit and have fucking fun. Good night, everyone.